people are like so weirded out about like seeing my dick. Uh, <laughs> You also see my butthole if you look closely. <laughs> you loop him in with Joaquin Phoenix and go, hey guys, it's Adam. Real curious, did we run a train on someone last night? Did they not do that shit on purpose? <laughs> did this bitch not do that on, on purpose? And you're like, this is politics. I under, I'm Bert Kreischer and I understand politics. He's sitting with a bunch of indigenous people. I was like, it must be political. 100%. <laughs> My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow, how have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless. When Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month, when you purchase a three-month plan, more like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office, and we have been saving so much money since switching over, and setting up on Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com bears. That's mintmobile.com slash bears. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bears. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three months plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Hey guys, brand new episode of Two Bears, One Cave, and Tom Segura is back in the clinic. He's getting his levels tested. He tested Smart. positive for steroids. and uh, Is that is that his issue right now? Because he's on steroids, you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you, I showed, you showed me that pic. I was like, that doesn't look like steroids sick. He looks, does not look good. He does yeah. not look healthy. That's what Wait, I thought. what are you doing? I, luckily, I have Adam Devine, the fucking legend, showing me his mix. This is, uh, this is I call this the go-go. And this is a little pick me up. You got to cut the the sugar free Red Bull. You know, yeah. it's, it's too much. Am I? Am I? I'm getting older, and I feel Fuck like. Off. Well, you're you ancient. No, you I'm have... getting older. <laughs> <laughs> you're legit old. Look at all that beard, that gray in your beard, dude. My, uh, it wasn't always gray. And now when I look pictures of me without a gray beard, it looks like I dyed it. Yeah, because like, it just all showed up right here. Wait, I so I do this with Diet Coke sometimes. The, the Diet Coke is too, too much for you? It is, it is perfect. It is perfect. This is what I did. I, I was just telling you this, but I uh, just I was the king of Mardi Gras, of Bacchus. You know how Mardi Gras works? Have uh, you ever done it? Pretend I don't. Okay. So they do these, uh, they have like crews, and every crew throws a big parade. Yeah. And Bacchus is one of the very biggest ones. And so uh, I was like the king. I had a full-on crown and gown and the whole thing and like other kings were there like i broke down with anthony mackie and then it was just a sea of people anthony mackie the guy from uh the the guy that plays the marvel the hawk guy guy. yeah he's hot no hawk he's like the hawk yeah no yeah. yeah is that right yeah right. Yeah, he's in. He's in Marvel. He's hot. He's yeah. He's yeah. He's hot. hot I have the best. Uh, remind me to tell you my great Anthony Mackie joke I told, but keep going. Okay, keep going. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and essentially, I'm gonna. If you want to do it, I bet we we can make that happen. Yeah, because now I'm on like the dais that gets Shut to up. to help serious? people. Yeah, Wait, who else is on this dais? Did you did you get hooked? It's like up? every Danny McBride do it. No, Danny never did it. No, Fuck. John Goodman put uh, put in a word for me because he's super John plugged in. Goodman. Yeah, I mean, so think like, of how crazy your list of celebrity friends is. 
Uh, yeah, it's it's weird. It's weird that I could call these people. Yeah. You, now, whether John will answer, that's debatable, but <laughs> he'll throw my name in the hat for this thing. Sweet. When did you show up? When did you show up down in New Orleans? And did you drink on the flight down? Drank on the flight down. Did you go, did you go private with your dad? Didn't go private. Well, they were in, uh, uh, the um, Missouri, they they live in the Lake of the Ozarks. Okay, so they they met us there. But you we bring your wife. We brought the wife. Brought yeah. like ten friends. There was like a twenty five of us. It was like we were like a motley crew. Holy and shit. yeah, we went Thursday, and then it was just like to the moon. I feel like I can barely open my eyes. They're like swollen shut. No, you from from you, all that. Way, I wonder. I wonder because like when I did when I did my movie The Machine coming out in movie theaters. Uh, Memorial Day weekend. When I did my movie, The Machine, I woke up every morning and I could visibly see bags under my eyes every fucking morning. You do the pooches? And I did the pa- the little the under eye things. Yeah. I do those. I put caffeine serum on first and then the pouch and then they go away. I didn't know the caffeine serum trick. I got, yeah, they got caffeine. I got, serums. yeah. And so, but I go, you look still so fucking perfectly young that but do you see do you ever see like when you get ready to go to set and you've stayed out do you ever look at yourself and go oh i look like shit dude I, like every photo for me from the, uh, the mardi gras weekend i'm like i went to a children's hospital which i do because uh, well, yeah you yeah, were a lot you were of the children's hospital kid I, yeah i was a children's hospital kid and so like i we went there and like i, I was like kissing babies and stuff yeah but then i look like a hot a hot piece of garbage i'm just like oh i'm vomiting a bag it's gotta I'm be like, cool it's got to be cool for those kids to see you and then you to share your story and go, oh, I was hit by a cement truck. Yeah, and then it's a lot of me going, so what happened to you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you bitch. You were hit by that was you were hit by a regular car? <laughs> I was hit by a fucking cement truck. I was hit by truck. a cement truck, <laughs> pussy. Dude, I still can't break dance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so it, it was nuts. It so, really was. So, so what was the... Like, did you have that moment that like, it's like a celebrity moment you see where people are, you're standing on the balcony and then, then Aaron Rodgers is on the balcony across the street and you're like, throw a football. Yeah. It was like a lot of, I like, dude, I, I mean, I, maybe I shouldn't say this cause they, you know, it's, I'm supposed to be like a, the, a, the good King, but it's Mardi Gras. Yeah. But like, I'm, I toasted the King and then gave a speech don't really remember giving that speech that well. <laughs> like they were like, and when you met the the mayor last night and you gave that nice toast, I was like, was it nice? <laughs> I met the mayor. Was it a nice toast? Is he a Democrat yeah, or yeah, yeah. What did I say? Was it a good toast? That These vaccines yeah. have caused rock too many deaths. Lamar <laughs> <laughs> <Lamar> Hamlin. <laughs> Pfizer boo. I support Men making choices over women's bodies for them. <laughs> it all came out. Oh, yeah. how much fucking <laughs> All fun. my deep-seated hatred came oozed out. <laughs> no, it was it was a blast though, man. And then uh, and then the the absolute perfect band played for me, which was we rolled into the convention center and there's 10,000 people waiting. And yeah. then we roll in and I'm, you know, I'm throwing beads out. Oh, and that's right. Cause and the it, convention center is where it all starts. It, it, that's where it all ends. It, but no, but in, don't you have to, don't you get on, do you get on the float at the convention center? We get center, on the, or you end all, at there? like Tipitina's. We get on the float right okay. there and then it starts and it weasels its way through the city and then it yeah. goes to the convention center. And that's where like all the people that like, basically paid for the floats so there's like ten thousand people there a lot of big a lot of movie investors oh yeah a lot lot of of guys who can invest in a fucking movie yeah and then after workaholics yeah like the workaholics hmm? movie huh you want to make your we're talking about that paramount you guys really screwed the fucking pooch on that you want to uh make your king happy uh 
But dude, I'm oh. like, I'm all, I'm all fucked up. My f- fingers are all cut from like throwing beads. Oh, yeah. And then I, my voice is like half co- cocked right now. And so what was the regimen of drinking? Did you were you day drinking, early morning drinking? Dude, there was no. There, I wish I went in with a more solid of a plan because it was just like I didn't. I drink coffee and caffeine all day long. Like I'm a real addict to. Oh this really? Shit. Yeah, I'm like I I love caffeine and That's so interesting. Uh, I can be, I have to play with it. If I drink too much, I start getting shaky. Oh, I, I can ride it all. I can like drink a Red Bull and go to bed. Are you the kind of like, person that can have a cappuccino at the end of dinner? Absolutely. I can't. Yeah. I can't. If I have a cappuccino at the end of dinner, I'm like, okay. So I didn't I didn't have even one cup of coffee because I just started with a glass of vodka. Oh, my God. So. This sounds like summer camp to me. It was fun, dude. Yeah, like I thought of you. I was because I was, I was like the next day, like literally that was Sunday night. And then we came home last I got home at midnight last night. So I was thinking, like, oh, I got to do the podcast with Bert. Oh. And I was like, oh, Bert would love uh, I would love to fucking, I'll pour you a cocktail right now mm-hmm. just to right the boat, you know? That's how yep. it works. Steer the ship. The, um, did you ever think this was going to happen to you? I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I moved yeah. out of here. Yeah, yeah it was like the whole point of me moving across the country to be here. Uh, uh, yeah, so dude, I did. Like, people ask me that. It's like, I mean, didn't you? Like, no, no, no I never thought. I knew that I'd be a comedian. I, but the business was different when I started. I knew I'd be a comedian, and I knew I'd live in New York, and I knew I'd do stand-up. Yeah. I just didn't know how you'd make money at it. I wasn't sure about that. And I definitely, and then when I got my first deal, I definitely thought, I don't know, uh, like, you remember, remember seeing the first girl with tits and being like, I'd love to play with those, but then you I didn't do. that summer, and yeah. then you're like, I guess I'll never get a shot at or tits. Or the next summer. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. next summer. Or like 12 summers in a row. Or the- <laughs> and then finally when you do get tits, you're like, I guess this was, this was going to happen. Yeah. I just It was worth it. <laughs> yeah, it was worth the wait. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I remember, like, the first time I had sex, and then, like, my girlfriend, we had sex again, like, the next night, and yeah. I'm like... So you're going to allow this to happen all the time now? Oh. Now that the seal has been broken, it can happen all the time? When That, that was a, a big moment in my life. I remember hearing about people having sex. Why are you whispering, dude? Because it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a spiritual is, moment. Ninth grade. Ninth grade. Oh, yeah. There was like one couple and they were having sex. Oh, I'm not going to say their names. I bet I can say them and no one would know. I say it and bleep. That, you know. Ooh. Yeah. And... Uh, they would like go to the golf course. What well, this have is sex. A, a gay couple in ninth grade. No. <laughs> we, we were very. You guys are my, super progressive my, down my in what, group, Tampa. My where? friend group was very progressive, and then <laughs> we would fuck Ryan in the ass on the, yeah. over, the over the benches. <laughs> yeah, at, at baseball practice. Yeah, at baseball practice. No, I didn't know. I I don't think I I don't think I still have a. I don't think I have a gay couple friend. You gotta get get. You should get one. Do just I have to, just to have, have it one? in your bag, yeah. Oh, I have a gay couple friend. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. I de- oh I definitely have a yeah. fucking. Well, you know, I, I sometimes I, I always go to the negative on me. Like I always go to the negative first. And I never want to be the guy that goes, like, oh, I'm really super super good. You know, like I always go bad for me. Oh, sure, and then sure. work my way out of the bad. No, they would have sex on the golf course, and I remember I was dating a girl named Allison, and she did not want to have sex, and I was, and you had, you had to respect that. Yeah. I mean, obviously. You, you have to, That's legally. Kind of yeah, fucking works. For sure, you I'm have always to. blown away by the guys that don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. They might be going yeah. to jail. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I did, I, 
And I was like, can you imagine having sex? I didn't have sex again. I didn't have sex like until two years after that. And then when I had it, I only had it twice and I fucked up both of them so bad yeah. that I was like, I don't know if I want to have sex with anyone. I don't think I'm good at it. I used to get depressed yeah. if a girl like, like, you know, like, a, like promise stuff where you're, where everyone would get a hotel room and, and everyone would sleep in the same bed. I would get depressed sleeping next to a girl. Isn't that crazy? Why? I don't know. It just depressed me. Yeah, oh, because you're like I just was like, oh, uh, I don't, know. I don't what, know. What am I doing here? Yeah, like it just. It's I don't a, deserve I, this. No, I, yeah, and then I go, sh- I don't love her. She doesn't love me. This isn't what it's supposed to be. And that's why you're a good guy, Bert. Uh, you know? No. <laughs> that's, that's definitely. I not lost why. my virginity immediately following a Blink One Eighty Two concert, oh my in God. when I was uh, like sixteen years old, and. Uh, to set the mood, we're back at like the hotel. Yeah, I played more Blink 182 oh. and played cute up the song, not realizing how like fucking stupid and ironic it would be. I played all the small things. <laughs> I played all the small things when I'm losing my virginity oh. for the first time, like super small first thing. time, like a girl's like really been. It felt my penis, and uh, and then. And the, yeah, so I'm I'm doing it. I don't know why I'm humping, but I'm I'm exactly yeah. And you might have to pay for it now. But uh, so I'm, we're having sex, and I realize that, and I go more like all the medium sized things, right? And she goes, "What?" And I'm like, "More like the medium sized things." And she didn't get it, and then I was done. Oh, and I was the. How long know, did you last your first time? Didn't make it through the one and a half minute long song. <laughs> there was still a lot left of there was like the whole second and third chorus. Uh, you guys just laid there in bed listening to the rest of the yeah. song. Mm, good track. Oh. Good track. We just oh. were at the concert. Oh, that's so fucking funny. Do you still know that girl? I do. I actually told that story. Do you remember uh, the when the goddamn comedy jam on Comedy Central? Yeah. 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 So I told that story there. And said her full name, <laughs> her full name. Just yeah. it just came out of me. Didn't even think. Yeah. Didn't even. Well, think. that's because stories are always better when their real names are attached. Exactly. And they always are. Yes, they always because are. it makes it real. And better. she is now a uh, vice principal of a school, and she's like, <sighs> she calls me, and I haven't heard from her in years. So I'm like, hey, what's up? Good to hear from you. Not thinking, and then she was like, you asshole, what are you doing? Like uh, these kids, and I'm like, okay. I got, Fair enough. I got one better than that. Do I wrote tell. a book. I wrote a book. Uh, it's called Life of the Party. You can find it uh, on Amazon, I think. And I used everyone's real names. <laughs> Did not think at all. I mean, if you yeah. read this book with my Facebook open next to it, you can see what everyone looks like. I mean, sure. it's just the dumbest fucking thing. I ever did, and I didn't realize. Did you it. lose friends from it? I got a text. I got a, a, a direct message from a girl, uh, and she said, "Hey, um, my son read your book. Oh, I heard I get a shout out, and I immediately I panic because I go, my memories of her aren't like they're, you know, yeah, they're a little." We called her Sloppy Lisa. <laughs> yeah. Something to that effect. And then I was like, ha ha, yeah, all in good fun. And she goes, are you fucking kidding me? You basically call me a whore. And I was like, but the best is I have a buddy. I have a buddy. I won't say his name, but he's he's been in and out of rehab, like legit drug problems. <laughs> his, uh, his uh, I don't know the right way to say that. This is going to come out wrong. 
but his brother passes and uh I run, and we go down to be with his family and my buddy's not doing well because he's been in and out of rehab and his brother just passed and he's not doing well. We can all tell. And uh, and we're with a bunch of group of our friends and, this, and he goes, he's just like very casually like, oh, uh, hey man, <clears throat> congrats on that book. I heard you wrote a book. I was like, yeah. He goes, does it do well? And I said, no, I got a fucking message from what's her name? And he goes, yeah, what did she say? I was like, I don't know. I guess I called her a whore and she's upset. And he's like, she was a whore. And I go, what? And he goes, fuck her, dude. She's a whore. <laughs> I was like, ah, shit. Huh? The kind of, the kind of honesty you get from a dude that's been in and out of drug rehab yeah, and just like, lost his fine. brother. He's like, is Everybody that what she's worried about? Yeah. I'm burying my brother tomorrow? Yeah. I can't kick oxies? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Everyone knows my shit. <laughs> 16 years old I was 17 when I lost my virginity what do you think the right age to lose your virginity is probably I mean yeah right around then yeah 17 I, I, 18 I too early and it like I have a friend who lost his at nine in a gangbang okay oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah uh, no there, there's it's always crazy when you hear other people's story about sex stories about sexuality. Like it's like some people where based on where you grew up, it was younger. Like Leanne and all her fucking friends and family, they're all young. Really? Because, yeah, because they grew up in the sticks in Georgia. There was nothing to do but fuck, fat, and race. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had some friends that were like fourteen, and yeah. like I remember they're like my good friends. Yeah. And so like we would all be hanging out, and they would like have sex, uh, like in a corner. Of while we're all just like playing Sonic the Hedgehog on oh. Sega Genesis, uh, because they're too you're too young. Yeah, I, do you remember? Do you ever remember hearing stories of people going, "Yeah, we used to, me and my buddies used to jerk off together," and you're like, "Cool, <laughs> okay." I'm not sure I could have been friends with you guys. <laughs> Come on, Bert, you're you'll love it. The party so, crew. Someone just told me who told me a story about. Do you ever remember you'd pull up a, a pillow and you and your friends would jerk off together? I think it was Mark Norman. Or was it Sam Morell? Someone just told me that, and I was like, oh, uh, cool. Yeah. And by the way, both of them are getting this clip going, I didn't fucking say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that wasn't me. Isn't it crazy how crazy? That was Santino. I know it was. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a beautiful gift, and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The only tricky part, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. This is what I recommend for any jewelry purchase. Source it from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer a peace of mind with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. The thing about buying jewelry is you really don't know what you're getting into. You don't know what you're looking at often. And the great thing about working with Blue Nile is you have somebody who's a true expert that can help guide you along the way so you don't feel lost. So you know what these diamond grades are. You know you're getting real value. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you don't, they offer 30-day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. Are you the age group where you really do understand uh, like sexual fluidity and like the spectrum of sexuality? Are you kind of 
I mean, sort of. Like, I feel I, like I, 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 my wife is eight years younger than me, so she understands it more than I do. Wait, how old are you? I'm 39. Oh, shut yeah. the fuck up. Yeah, and she's God, 31. St- I hate you so much. And, uh, you still look like you're fucking 25. Boink. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so, so she, she gets, gets it, it yeah. and then I, I am, I'm sort of like, I just always defer to her. I try not to, I try not to be an old man. Like I try not to go like, I don't get it, you know, because I, I don't, I don't, I don't feel that way. I've never felt that way my whole life. I've always felt like, but, yeah, me too. But man, kids these days, I don't think they see sexuality at all the way we saw it as kids. It's way, it's way, way different. Like I was watching that, uh, like that Gen Z movie. I call it a Gen Z movie because I'm an old guy now. But uh, bodies, 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 and they're all like twenty something years old. Wait, I just hold on. I just saw the tra- the trailer for this on the plane last night. Bodies, 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 bodies. bodies. Uh, wait, uh, hold on. Who's in it that I know? It's Pete Davidson. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's it is a very cool movie. I ran into Pete. I ran into Pete uh, Sunday. I have to tell you, man. I, he was in the best. I've never. I was like, "What is up with you?" He was like, "He's glowing, glowing." He was yeah. fucking glowing, and he was like in the best mood, so light. Like every other time I've seen him, I was always like, "Yo, what's up, bro? What's up?" Yeah, you know, he was like bubbling. I don't know if it was NASCAR or what, but he was in the best mood I've ever seen. What's bodies, bodies, bodies about? So they, 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 they're all like twenty something. They go to a hurricane party, oh, and then yeah. like people just start dying, essentially. And, and it's crazy, but it opens up with like these two, like probably 22 year old girls or maybe younger, just making out. And I was like, am I an old man? Like, cause I'm like looking around the plane being yeah. like, are people watching me? Oh yeah. They're making out on an airplane. You're yeah. watching it on an airplane. On an airplane. And I'm like, this seems like a little too intense for an airplane movie. But, but it was, it was a really cool movie. So, uh, check what is it out. this? What is this? So this, they all start dying. Someone's murdering them. Yeah, or so you think. Oh, is it a good movie? Yeah, you got you should oh, watch it. It's cool. It. It's cool, but but it was that was like the first time I've seen a movie where the whole cast is that age and it felt like oh, I'm not of that generation. Yeah. Well, you're you're Pete's age, right? No. How old's, how old's Pete? Pete is like 25 years old. Are you serious? He was super young. I have no idea how old anyone is. Yeah, I feel like I have no idea. I think everyone's my age. Pete's 29. Oh, he's 29. I got to be honest okay. with you, man. I he fucking I was like, whatever, whatever you're doing, if it's yoga or meditating or if it's a fucking, uh, 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 whatever the fuck he was doing, if he, if he quit, quit drinking, whatever the fuck he's doing, I wanted to do. He looked, he looked amazing, and well, he was good. Go for him. Place. He's yeah. a great, he's a great guy. He's I had him guy. on um, House Party season one when you, he was 19 list, before SNL. The list of people you had on House Party. Someone else just, yeah. said, Someone else just said they did House Party that I was with, and they're like, oh yeah, I did House Party with Adam Devine, and I was like. Who is the, who else was on that lineup? Well, it was like, uh, like it was Pete and Santino, Santino. and Brent Morin and Eric Griffin and Sam Morell yeah. and uh, like, I mean, everybody. And you did it in Hawaii? We did it first season in LA. It's like proof of concept yeah. sort of season. And then the whole plan was to take it everywhere. And then we did season two on Frenchman Street in New Orleans. Really? Yeah, which was just wild. Wait, how many seasons did you do? Three. And then the third season, we did it in on the North Shore of Hawaii, God, which was I super saw, cool. I saw that, and I was like, 
You had Taylor Tomlinson. Yeah, and and then yeah, Taylor. We had, I mean, the, it's a long list of people, but we had a ton of uh, uh, great comics that, and it was cool because Leonard, they were you, like, had, you had Leonard on. Oh, I let Leonard Oots. Yeah, yeah he's love Leonard. Dude, he's, he's great. great. He's super funny. Tone Bell. Joe Jesus Para, Christ, this is Nikki. Rick Glassman, Kurt Braunholer, yep. Matteo Lane, Eric Griffin, Kristen Shaw. Shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aparna is fucking funny as shit. Dude, Ian Carmel is funny as shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's cool is Annie like, Letterman it was... pass on. Brooks Wheeling. <laughs> <laughs> Brooks. Annie, the Lucas brothers, Esther, Byron. Yeah. God Ron damn Funches. it. See, we, this yeah. is something where you see these, you know, this is why you're where you are. I'm being dead serious. Is and I only from my perspective of what I've seen. You see these things give, given to co- comics, mm. and they piss it away. They fill it up with their friends, yeah. and they don't fucking put the funniest people on because they're threatened by being around funny people. Oh, no. And you put on fucking mur- – that's a murderer's list of fucking yeah, talent. Yeah. Well, I was like, you know, <clears throat> for me it's cool to then like years later be like run into all those people and and see how great that they're doing. And obviously, like that's that's just a small part of their career. But it was pretty cool to see them at the very, very beginning. Yeah, like right, like most of those people it was their first time. Most of them, it's their first time ever doing stand up on television. Um, first time on TV. Yeah, so it was cool. And then we had like a narrative thread that ran through the show. So they got to act too. So they got something for the real, you know, a little thing. Were so you was doing? Cool. Was the last season when you were doing? Uh, the thing with uh, what's his name, Mike and Dave need wedding yeah. dates. Yeah, Such so like great, I went to such a great fucking and I was movie. shooting that movie on the North Shore, and then I was like, we should bring house party here. But then I got greedy, and they were like, well, where would the Comedy Central execs were like, where would you want to do a season four? And I'm like, Sydney, and they're like, you're canceled. No, <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna go to Sydney. <clears throat> that movie, Mike and Dave need dates. Wedding dates, yep. Wedding dates, so fucking funny. Yeah, thanks, dude. I can't tell sometimes. <clears throat> I wonder if it's the thing that because I know you, I, I know I know you, but I don't know you as well as I feel like I know you when I watch you on things. Sure, like I feel like I go. I remember watching that and going, "You're like, like you end up going, oh Adam, you know, yeah. like oh, it's so him, oh yeah." And like I don't know the other guy. What's the other guy's name? Zach Efron. He's fucking obviously great. He's great. He's great yeah, in yeah, everything yeah. he does. Yeah, I love that dude. But man, what's great and, is how handsome he is. Distracts people from how like good of an actor he is i even watched his netflix series where it's like political or something which one's that i don't know it's like he's like, like what's it called he like like does political st- or like i, don't I know. think you're thinking of another p- person no no no. zach efron maybe it's not political maybe it's just like oh no that's where he like goes and it's like he's down to earth he's yeah, like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's a, he yeah gets yeah. to know the not indigenous political people at or whatever. all <laughs> whatever it's just, it's just, not at all oh, political. Oh, like, or, yeah, he just do? like goes and travels and like does outdoorsy shit. Oh, that's yeah. it. Yeah, it's not I political. Stopped, yeah. I started watching it and I was like, and you're like, this is like, politics. This is politics. I under, I'm Bert Kreischer and I understand politics. He's sitting with a bunch of indigenous people. I was like, it must be political. <laughs> He's like, hard hitting, hard hitting questions from Zach. So when you do a movie like this with a guy like this, do you guys do you keep in touch? Do you text him every now and then, or are you kind of like? One and done. We'll always if we run into each other, we'll hang out. Yeah, we're not like best of buddies, but yeah. like, yeah, we 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 stay in touch. We'll hit each other up every once in a while. Usually, like if some if we have something come out, I'll be like, "Yo, I saw that. You did great. Blah blah oh, blah. Super yeah. cool to see you." You know, that's pretty cool. Like I just uh, I text with Aubrey quite a bit, uh, Aubrey uh, Plaza, and I you know she because is. she's been crushing it lately. I'm like, really? you did, dude, she just did SNL. She hosted SNL. Uh, I, I just saw her. First of all, I. I do not. I 
I watched. You never have you done SNL? No. Ah, oh, me neither. I really want to. Would you host it? Yeah, that'd be sick, dude. You want that pressure? Yeah. Who gives a shit? Uh, some people. Yeah, some people. Yeah, but I'm I, like, I, I, well, hold on. Here's okay. I'm gonna. This is just. We're just talking. Okay, good. Um. <laughs> oh, good. I thought it was more than that. <laughs> the amount of pressure you go through for SNL, meaning the amount of stress, yep. the buildup, the week before, worrying about your monologue, making sure your monologue's good, because as comics, we have to do stand up. We can't just go up yep. and just do like, uh, like a, you know, like a like every so cast to, member comes on. Yeah, hey, yep. so who's playing a trumpet in the crowd? Mm-hmm. You know, we got to do stand up, and it's got to be fucking banging stand up. Mm-hmm. And we're comics; we got to write it ourselves. Yep. And now you're putting yourself in front of the country on the biggest comedy platform that's ever been. I watched it when Bill Bird did it, and I go, and I remember, I think I asked him. Was it worth the stress? And he said, you know, so I don't, I'm not going to put words in Bill's mouth. But his answer, I think, was ultimately yes. You have to do it. Yeah. But there's a ton of stress that goes into it. That's one of the things that I go, yes, I'd do it, but I know I'd regret it the whole week leading up to it until I did it. And then I go, thank God I did it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for sure there will be like, because I mean, I still like right before I go out and present at some big award show yeah. or like do Can- a big show or something. You're, it's a little bit like right before you're like, what the fuck? What am I doing? Yeah. Like, what the fuck am I doing? Why did I sign up for this? Yeah. And then you go and do it and I'm it's just, fine. Yeah. All I'm doing but, is going out. And I'm gonna, if I bomb, I look like a fucking asshole. And if I kill, no one really even remembers me. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It, there's real, but it's, it's always like, for me, I'm like, that happens one minute as I'm backstage right before yeah. going out. And then as soon as I'm out there, it's fine. And then it's, what was the, and it's what, fine up until the one minute mark. And then I forget everything that I'm about to do. And I don't remember until I hit the mic and then it just comes out. What was the, what was the first one of those you did? What was your first leap into celebrity where you're, you're on workaholics probably maybe you had done, oh, by the way, we got to talk about Rebel Wilson. I fucking love her so much. She's I know great, we, dude. I think we probably talked about her before, yeah. but I am like, I am in love. I think that fucking kid is like, there's something so fun about her. So fucking fun. And you got to, you got to really work with her, but like, um, don't get off the fucking Aubrey Plaza. I want to talk about Aubrey Plaza too. Um, so, uh, what was the first thing maybe you had done? Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the very first, like where you're like, Oh shit, this is big. Yeah. I mean, I know like I hosted the MTV movie awards That's fucking, and that okay, was, that, that could be one. Yeah. That was pretty huge. And it was like, I didn't have time. I was shooting game over man. My movie idea with the workaholics guys. That's a great movie. And I didn't have time, uh, to like, do proper rehearsals. We had one rehearsal the day before. So like I do this big opening song and dance number where I'm bees from beauty and the beast. And I fall down the stairs and I start a fire and I like fly through the air and I land on a table and there's like all this dancing and shit that I have to learn. Cause somehow I did like one singing movie and now they're like, you're a really good singer and dancer. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Uh, (laughs) Soft it over here. (laughs) Totally dude. Uh, So that was one. And you shuffle ball step for us real quick. And I was like kind of embarrassed cause the, the audience like, there was a curtain, but there's audience behind the curtain. So when they shoot, it's like the audience is all around. So I'm oh. like trying to like remember the the words. So I'm like mouthing it to myself. And then just one guy, just, he goes, you're going to do great, Adam. And then they all start cheering. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> How much do you push back when you get into those rooms and they go, all right, we got all these ideas. This is what we want you to do. And your party is overworked because you're doing another movie, and then you come in, you don't have much time. 
How much do you push back or how much do you let them do your, their job and you do yours? Well, I think that you, uh, there is a part of that that sometimes when I'm like a comic will come in and they'll just bulldoze every other idea yeah. because they're like, well, it's my show. I have to do everything. Yeah. And I'm like, you don't have to. Like, there's really funny people that aren't you that, you, that can help you out. And it's lesson. your job to as the leader to just go like, all right, I really like that idea. We're going to use that one. I like that one less. Let's put a pin in that and yeah. maybe maybe something will spark and we'll like that more. Yeah. And you figure that out. And I, I think that was just from doing workaholics at a pretty young age and like being the boss when I was 25 and just having to quickly learn like how to delegate responsibilities. And how sometimes mediocre ideas can be really fucking funny. Like, like I, that was the hardest thing for me to learn. I hired a social media company and they're like, they'd send me ideas. And so I'd send, I would, they would be like, hey, today's National Women Awareness Month. Can you post a video telling us how much you love your wife? And I was like, absolutely fucking not. <laughs> I was like, no fucking way am I going to post. And then I was like, I'm was like, i going to show them how stupid this looks. And then in doing it. It I, ends up being pretty funny. I cropped Leanne out of the shot. Yeah. So you see her forehead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was pretty funny. You're like, ah, you can't shit on ideas. Ideas are a great jumping off place, even if they're horrible ideas. Well, it was like that movie Funny People with uh sandler and, and rogan yeah and it was like yeah he doesn't want the punchlines he wants the setups of bits yeah and then from there he can figure it out himself and i think a lot of times with like writing for like award shows and that kind of thing it's like yeah give me all the jokes and i'll i'll figure out what to do with them. when you read a script for a movie do you like i was telling someone i think i read movie scripts wrong because i don't read i don't really read i mean i read them but I don't get too lost in dialogue and I don't get too lost. What I look for is like a great story that I go, if this is a good story, like then I go, I'll do it. But if it's not, if, if it's like, if I go, ah, this is weak, if it, but there's funny jokes, I go, I don't give a fuck. Funny jokes will come and go. How do you read a movie script? Yeah, I feel that's a good way to do it is because well, story is most dyslexic. important. Yeah. It takes forever for me to get through a fucking script. Sure. How long does it take to you know, read a movie script? It takes like... I'm fucking, better I, now, but at the beginning it was like... Because I would get lost in like doing the part. Like I I cast myself as the character yeah. and then I'm like, well, I would change it. And I'm like punching up bits and I'm like rewriting things as I'm going. Yeah. And then I'm on page six and it's like an hour later and I've like just worked on a scene. Yeah. And I'm like, well, no, fucking read the goddamn thing. So now I just bulldoze and read as fast as I can and go through it. And then I'll go back and read for structure and, and character things yeah. and that kind of thing. Do you, how, what, what script did you pass on that's been a good movie? I love this. Is my favorite question. This is my favorite question. Oh man, I, that is a good question. I've, I've done them all. No, did you, you hear that Tom Selleck? <laughs> Tom Selleck was supposed to be Han Solo. Yeah, that hasn't happened to me. No, no, for no, real. Uh, uh, no, not really. I mean, there's a lot of movies that like that sort of just get lost in the sauce. So really? you're like, you're they come and go, and you're like, well, that's fine. Yeah, there's been some really bad movies that I'm like, thank God I passed on. Did everyone? And I've you? done a couple of them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's one movie if you could take it back? Uh, I'm not gonna say wait, it because I can't say it. What does it sound like? <laughs> does it sound like? I'll tell you. I'll tell you later. Wait, give me a hint. I can't. You just mouth it to me. I just want to see you. Wait, I don't know what you said. I don't know what you said. I can't do it because the the producers are nice people and like and you know you read the yeah. script and you're like. Well, we, this could be good, and yeah. then it just doesn't turn out Wait, as good pull, as you Can want. you pull up Adam's IMDb so I can guess it? <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> so I can guess it. 
Okay, while we pull up your IMDb, Aubrey Plaza. I often mistake other actresses as Aubrey Plaza. Like I said to someone, she's awesome in White Lotus. They go, she's not in White Lotus. She is in White Lotus. She is in White Lotus. The fuck? Well, it's White Lotus, not White Rotus or whatever the hell you just said. She but, is in White Lotus. Yeah. She plays. In the newest season, the, yeah. the Italy season. Yeah. Okay. And she okay. crushes okay. in it. I she thought she was in White Lotus season one. Okay. Well, no. No, 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 no. Who's that actress? Well, for a totally different person. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, she, she is. Fucking, she was so good. Can I tell you what I liked about, not to talk about one of your fucking movies. Yeah. I really love that fucking wedding date movie. Yeah, it was fun. Her and the other chick were just as strong of leads in it as you guys were. Yeah, for That's sure. That's what I thought was fucking cool. Well, that was cool. It was like right at that time where like they, and and to their credit, and I think it's a great thing that they were like, okay, we have to make the female characters great now. Yeah. We, and if that movie were to come out three years before that, it would have been, been, been just two fucking it would They would have been secondary yeah. characters. So they did a great job of write, like, sort of writing. She had a stroke script. when she was 20. Aubrey did? Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, just, I could have been someone else said this, but I think she had a stroke when she was 20. And you she, put a lot of things onto other people that you're not exactly sure, huh? You know, I don't pay attention to details. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'll just go. I'll yeah, just Aubrey's going to be like, dude, I never had a fucking stroke at 20. Put it she, in there. She might then, have. She might have. Watch this. This is how you get. Oh, there she is. Oh, yeah. yeah. She had a stroke at 20 and she was dating like a 40 year old. Oh, wow. And, and they were asking her in the hospital. How old you are you? And but when you have a stroke, sometimes like things don't connect. Sure. And she was like, I'm 16, and she was 20, and the guy's like, She's 20, she's 20, just so everyone knows she's 20. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Who is this man? That's my boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. She couldn't use half of her face. Ah, uh, well, think. it's working now, girl. Yeah. Is uh, she cool to be around? Yeah, she's Does really she party? cool. Yeah, she's fun. Yeah. Yeah. God, isn't it fun when people party? Does Danny even bride party? Yeah, Danny parties. Yeah, it's great. Are you glad you said yes to that? The Righteous Gemstones? Yeah, absolutely. It's so good. Dude, it was the best. Like, that was the easiest yes. I'm like, For real? he's on my, like, Mount Rushmore of comics. So, like, they're really, I was, like, pretty done with TV just because it was right after Workaholics. And I was yeah. like, I want to wait a few years, really find the right thing. And, like, I want to be the lead, uh, you know. And and then Danny called, and I'm not the lead. It's like a big ensemble, yeah. but uh, it's a badass ensemble. But yeah, but oh, that's it was why so John good. Goodman. That's why John exactly. Goodman. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, and Danny was like, "Would you want to do it?" And it was like, "Yeah, what whatever it is, I'll do it." But sure, let's talk about it. God. But I'm gonna do it. How bad? I mean that 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 is such a fucking dinger i mean so it's a fucking clean hit over left center mm-hmm. where you're just like everyone fucking murders it uh, uh you know you know i uh this is gonna sound silly but the reason i started watching it was because of uh jennifer nettles i started sure. doing a show with jennifer nettles and then i was like oh wait what because sometimes oh yeah 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 there's a it's on hbo right Yep. It's sometimes with HBO, they'll get some stinkers that the the network gets behind when it comes to comedy. Sure. And you'll go like, ah, eh, I'll give it a sec. I watched that first episode. I was crying, and I go, Leanne, have you seen this? And I was like, this is fucking amazing. Yeah. Everyone kills it. Thank you. And they were uh, HBO to their credit is like super behind it, and it's like it gets like dark sometimes. It's it really dark. Yeah. So it's it's fun to do. It's it feels different than just like doing a sitcom or. Oh, you know. it's such a good fucking show. Yeah. Thanks. This was like I never understood the whole concept of. I thought it was. There's a lot of this business that I shit on because I had to because that's what you def, you protect yourself. Sure. 
So like you'd hear people go, I was lucky enough to work with De Niro. Mm-hmm. And you're like, whatever. Like, yeah, I, I wanted you. to see his process. I had never understood that until you actually act in something. You're like, oh, I want to watch Danny. I want to watch Danny McBride act. Oh, he's like, great. I want to watch him act. And he's cool, too. I mean, because Danny writes all this stuff. So like, and I, I, that's that was us with Workaholics. So it's cool to see that they kind of do things how we do things. Really? Yeah. So, you know, you like, you write something and like sometimes you'll go on a set and they're just like the script kind of sucks and they're like yeah but that's why we have all these great improvisers and you're like well motherfucker it was your job to write a good script (laughs) (laughs) like it's not my job to come and rewrite the whole goddamn thing but danny writes such a good thing that you do that and then he'll be like yeah let's let let's let it fly and then we'll go way off the rails yeah and that's how we did it with workaholics where it's like we've spent all this time writing a great script let's do that and then on after we do couple takes and we know we have it then we're just like let's just fucking go off the rails i'm gonna ask you the weirdest question and this is by the way so inside baseball so inside actor studio so okay so dude what you just how said fun is, would it be if we me and you were on one of those dumb round tables of comedic actors have you never, seen, wait, have everyone's you, taking it so serious yeah. <laughs> have you seen it have you seen the, they've got one that i'm, I'm uh, uh that i've just subscribed to where it's like all these great actors sitting around a round table and like colin um the British guy, or the Farrell? Colin, Colin Farrell yeah. was like talking about his missteps as a young kid and what it was like to do Alexander. And I was like, I could, I never gave a fuck about those. Now I'm like, oh, because he's talking about ego, really. Yeah. And you watch, to watch people get lost in ego in this business is so fucking fascinating. Dude, that was my favorite because I worked at the improv. Yeah, this is it. Close up with Hollywood Reporter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It that's what I'm so talking about, fucking, the round table. Yeah. Uh, that's the exact one. Yeah. Oh, that's, uh, yeah. The, this is, Honestly, there's only 150 people that are going to give a shit about this answer, but mm-hmm. it's, I, I'm good. Then let's talk about it. Let's I'm, give 40 minutes. Let's give it yeah, 40 yeah. minutes. <laughs> the, <laughs> so when do you improvise? Not on the wide, not on your tight. Is it like, when do you like, so when you shoot it, you know, better than I do when yeah. you're shooting a scene, say it's you, Danny McBride, do you and Danny McBride? You do, and the the lines they do a wide, correct? Mm-hmm. And then they do his close up, and then your close up. Well, in a perfect world, you would get you would do two takes, and you nail those two takes, mm-hmm. and then on that third take, you'd get a little loose and start to find the rhythm, and then the closer your coverage gets, then you really dial it in, and you try to do you try to match what you did in the wide. So then on the other people's coverage, a good actor will know to do this. On the other people's coverage, they'll be able to match what you did, so then it can become a cohesive scene okay so so if you're doing a scene with danny mcbride who i'm assuming is probably a pretty good improviser yeah like, obviously yeah they they you guys would do your wide and then they go in and then you'd mess around on a wide yeah a usually on like the third or fourth take when yeah. you're like you know you have it mm-hmm. and then and then they go to his close-up he does it the way you did it on the wide right mm-hmm. and then he does a few of his mess arounds mm-hmm. and you're there watching it mm-hmm. and you're acting with it, but you're not on camera mm-hmm. and then when they go to your close-up you know that if there's something really genius, he said, you'll cover that and you'll cover all the other stuff. And then if, the, let's say, an actor doesn't do what they did in the other coverage and you want to match, you had something funny to add to what they said, yeah. then in between takes, you're like, hey, would you mind doing that little bit yeah. so then I can add something? And then, you know, if they're not a fucking monster, they'll do it. You know, sometimes you're like, did they not do that shit on purpose? <laughs> <laughs> Did this bitch not do that on, on purpose? Uh, but for the most time, it's just like people, they just don't know until you get in an edit bay. I didn't know this shit until we got workaholics. Yeah. And then it was like, 
you're in the edits and you see when things we aren't working because we didn't have the coverage and you're like, oh, so if I did that, everything could have worked. That's, I mean, that's what's crazy is you went to, you literally got your doctorate in comedy by doing workaholics because you learned all the stuff a director needs out of you, all the stuff uh, a writer would bring would bring to this. You learned so much in that fucking season that literally if you went back and they said, hey, just so you know, you need to pay us back all the money from workaholics, you'd be like, oh, it was worth it. That work was worth yeah, it. Yeah, and they might. <laughs> I could see their, what the, their Paramount Plus now. I could yeah. see them doing something like that, man. I uh, was I watched I watched you guys do your podcast and you talked about not doing work all. Oh, and me out dude, so much. it was such a bummer. How it the was fucked. Is that? It happen? was also so for people that don't know, we were gonna do the Workaholics movie. We wrote a killer script. <sighs> it was so damn funny. We were in prep. We were going to start in like a month, I think five weeks. And so Who's like- going to direct it? We Same were, guy? Yeah, Kyle Newichek yeah, yeah. with all the pieces. We were bringing back all the like department heads. So it was going to be like the same like- Hair and makeup, the same costumes, the same everything. Oh, it would have been like going to a fucking high school reunion. It would have been the best. Everyone was so damn excited. And then they just were like, hey, it doesn't fit our new global strategy. And we're, peace, we out of here. And we're like, fuck. And it was like the day or the week that we were having all those rains in LA. And so my house was just flooding. (laughs) Like they were tearing up my kitchen being like, we can't find the leak. And it was like hosing through. And literally I come downstairs. And so this is going to sound like I'm a fucking rich asshole, but at my beach house. uh, (laughs) So it was uh, at that. By the way, I do a podcast with a rich asshole. (laughs) We're fine. (laughs) He calls our fans fat (laughs) pores. Uh, you're a monster, Segura. We went, to, we went to NASCAR, and he was wearing a cashmere sweater. I go, what the fuck are you wearing a cashmere sweater? To? Just sweating. Just, and he was like, yeah, he was like just, really? And then he pulled out a unused, a brand new James Purse white t-shirt. And I went, you really going to connect with these guys, Tommy? Uh, and... Uh, yeah, so I have a place in Hollywood, the, the house that I bought right when I was doing workaholics, and then I just got this beach house a handful of years ago. So the Hollywood house was fully flooding, yeah. and we're like figuring out the leak, and then the I come downstairs, and the beach house is now flooding, and in my kitchen is just raining, and I'm <sighs> like, oh no, and then my manager calls, and I go, dude, I don't know if I could do the podcast, my beach house is flooding, and he goes, oh shit, dude, that fucking sucks, I got other bad news. <laughs> Paramount Plus isn't doing the fucking movie. All right. I think you should talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> and so, like, we then we got on the uh, podcast, and it was like, it took everything not to just shit on Paramount Plus. But, like, I get it. It's like, a, it's yeah. it's not just, like, a guy making a decision who will greenlit the movie. Now it's, like, it's a corporation. So It's hard not to take things personal because you go, like, even, like, I mean, everything. I take everything personal. That's, by the way, it's the only reason I'm, I mean, the reason I'm not the only reason I'm friends with Tom, but the, <laughs> that's the only reason I'm friends with Tom. Yeah. The, the reason we're so close is that he understands how personal I take things. Uh-huh. He understands how sensitive I am. So he can communicate with me he the like, same way Leanne does. Does he poke the bear a little bit or, or no, no, he, 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 he combs that for you. He, co- he puts the bear in yeah. the cave. Okay. Good. He puts the bear in the cave mm-hmm. and then he'll put some marshmallows in there yeah, and then kind of close it up comfy. with leaves and be like. All right, he's asleep. Now let's talk about this fucking two bear sports management. He's taking it all personal. The my our goal is to be billionaires, and so I want to be sure. a billionaire. Tom wants to be it for selfish reasons, and uh-huh. like so he can buy more cars. I want to do it so I can help uh, children. Good. 
Yeah. It was specifically children. Yeah. Did you, how much do you think, do you ever think about like, do you ever think about like business opportunities, like starting your own booze and oh, like dude, things yeah. like that? Like, yeah, it's quite so- a bit. I've invested in a few, like uh, those, uh, those can, uh, C-A-N-N, those little uh, oh, cannabis drinks. Oh, dude, I'll, I'll hook you up. Oh, please. They're fucking so good. They're really? little weed drinks. And like some days where I'm like, dude, I'm like, my guts are gargling from all the vodka. Yeah. Like I need to lay off for a few days. I'll drink these little fucking things. Oh, for real? And dude, they're so good. Really? They're like delicious. I'm like, this might be my, my home run. How many investment. do you have? How many do you have? Like, um, what, like if you're going to have a night, do you have two or do you have one and just slow roll it? Oh, no, because they're pretty small. They're like two, two and a half milligrams. So you could have like, you could drink them like a like you're where, drinking a beer. Where do you buy them at? Yeah, any dispensary. Oh, are you everywhere. fucking serious? Yeah. Dude, you get I, on ease. They'll send them right to your house. I got, I'll send you some. I got, I got, uh, I found little, um, I don't know if they're around here, but little edibles by, um, God, fuck, who, I want to give them a shout out. They're, uh, what are the best edibles? Type in uh, edibles. Is it the, the, the like... Kiva, Kiva, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are good, dude. Those are good. I have those every night. I'm like a little <laughs> Camino, Camino, the Camino, oh, Camino gummies. The gummies are way good, dude, yeah. I they gave me. I, I got. They hit me up for my birthday, and they're like, "Yo, we're gonna send you a package." They sent me more edibles than I, I could put an elephant to sleep with these edibles. But uh, these are some of them, yeah. Oh yeah, dude. These things. Oh are no, I have those so exact same enjoyable. Kind. So I don't so know. Do you, fucking enjoyable. I like Danny was like, Jesus Christ, dude, you're going to McBride was like, you're going to get arrested. I, I packed so many because we go to Charleston for eight months. <laughs> it takes to shoot the goddamn season. So like I'll travel with a suitcase full of edibles yeah. and chocolates and cans. <laughs> and like yeah. and I just I'm like, eh, I, bet it, I bet it'll be OK. It's the worst. Thing yeah, happen. it's like, yeah, fucking give me a ticket or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I travel with so many of them. I love this shit. Dude, the Kiva, the all those guys. The churro kind? You mess with that? What's that one? It tastes like churro. No. Yeah. I, so I I've, I know I've probably told this story before, but it's worth telling again. So we get these, and they're five milligrams, which is probably the perfect. There's another one that's even lighter. It's like yeah. two milligrams that you can give anyone one. Because yeah. it's, two milligrams is... The perfect amount of marijuana to start your night off. Yes, off. you could just have one, and then a f- few hours later, you can have another. Yeah, and, and just sort of. I, I I hate when like I, that's why I like the cans so much because it's like it's a social. You're drinking it. You could drink it at a party and I still love, feel like I love the idea of the can. The yeah. can is like I might have to go fucking get some tonight. Yeah, the uh, Lost Farm ones are good too. Have you ever had Lost Farm? Uh uh-uh. uh Lost Farm are the they are. There's the uh, what are those? The terra? those terras are good too. Yeah, those terras are really good. Yeah, but no, the kiva I, I'm in mess with Kiva's a lot. The shit. I think they're the the top of the line chocolate I for think, sure. I I, th- I gotta be honest with you. I think they produce Lost Farm too. Oh, I think really? they're I think it's under the same. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we got these these Camino sours and at, at, at Christmas, and I notoriously overbuy groceries. Mm-hmm. I am notorious about it. And I said, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to let hands off. I'm going to let my wife do it this year. Sure. So Christmas Eve, I give everyone edibles. All the adults get edibles. I go around. It's two milligrams. I said, would you like one? Would you like one? Would you like one? Everyone took one. Yeah. And at the end of the night, we're getting ready to do dishes and we have barely any leftovers. And I go, and I'm high as fuck and I'm a little drunk. I go, we shopped perfectly. We shopped perfectly. And then the next night, Christmas night, we do it again. Everyone eats edibles. 
we eat dinner, and we have literally very little leftovers. And I go, whoever's picking the amount of food, keep going. And Leanne goes, fuckhead, you're giving everyone edibles. Everyone's eating just, like savages. Yeah, just going We're just wild. eating pounds and like yeah. and going back for fourths and fifths. And I was like, oh, so then I was gained a lot of weight off the edibles. So. <laughs> you don't have to worry about your weight at all, do you? No, I do, dude. Do you work out? Every day. Really? Yeah, I work out every day. Wait, what podcast do you listen to? Do I, I listen to your guys's? Yeah. I listen to uh, Bad Friends. Bad Friends is really good. Uh, and, uh, and uh, yeah, no, that's about it. And then I sometimes I'll listen to... Uh, Do you listen to Rogan ever? Sometimes. Rogan's my... I, Rogan's my... I know it sounds I love so Rogan. hacky to it's say it. It's just long. It's so oh, damn long. That's what I'm I love like, about it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I will put on him and uh, British... Fe- Bri- Bri- Bridget. Bridget. Fetzy. I don't know. I, I, well, I, I'll listen to anyone he has on because I go, if Joe's got him on, there's something interesting about them. Sure. I don't have his bandwidth for fucking curiosity. Yeah. He's curious about so much shit. Do you fuck with mushrooms at all? Yeah. I used to really fuck with mushrooms. Really? Like, uh, like in like high school. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> in Omaha. Yeah. And then uh, British, I, British, Br- British. Bridget Fetacy. She's really great. All right. She just had a kid. She's well, com- is she a comic? Uh, she was. I think she was. She does as a podcast and now and is writing a book. Oh, she's cool. more of like a columnist. She's, okay. re- she's really interesting. But um, she's really funny on his show and they have a good back and forth. I really enjoy her. And uh, Megan Murphy is really good on his show. Okay. Anyone Joe has on, I go, I go fucking. He, we, we one time. Well, he really has the Midas touch. I feel like he has people on and then suddenly they're household names you know or or he knows what will be a household name how about yeah. that because there was a guy paul damitz i think his name was we do a podcast and this guy paul damitz comes out and we're like and he's like hey and joe's like if you guys want mushrooms this is a guy to talk to and we're like paul stamets and he's like yeah 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 and then and then this is the guy he is the foremost expert on mushrooms you could tell by the hat a year later you don't wear that hat unless you fuck with mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, the wind. Yeah. The wind told you to wear that. And so yeah. And then a year later, I'm watching this fucking documentary on mushrooms, and it's all him. It's him. He knows everything. He's got mushrooms that cure cancer. He's got fucking everything. I mean, mushrooms do. They do rock. And what's the best is like if you take the right. Sometimes you'll take an amount, and you're on like hour eight, and you're like, yeah. "What happened? Why? <laughs> How did I do this to myself?" Uh, but then another time, you're like. You just you f- have everything figured out. You're like, yeah. it all makes sense now. I like. I used to like. We would record ourselves to be like, well, it all makes the world makes sense when we're on mushrooms. So let's record and yeah. maybe we'll. And then it was just us like touching the popcorn ceiling, like in our <laughs> shitty apartment when we were like 20 years old. It was just a lot of us like feeling the walls and stuff. I took a pen. I I got very very high one time as a kid. And I had all the answers. I had all the answers. And I and I grabbed a pen and a paper, and I said, I'm going to write this down. Mm-hmm. And I started writing it all down. And I folded it, and I put it in my pocket. I said, this is what I need to read this sober, and I'll get it. And the next morning, I woke up, and I told my friends, get ready for it. I fucking figured out the universe last night. And it was just the word yellow written 12 times. And I was like, fuck. I was like, what is this? Did something yellow happen yesterday? Yeah, and they're like, did oh. a big yellow situation <laughs> go down last night? Just a yellow. And I went, fucking, god damn it. I fucking. Uh. Now, I can't I can't write on Xanax. I, I don't fuck around with Xanax at all. No, what's going on with Bruce no. Willis. Mm-hmm. I think that was a fuck because of Xanax. 
Really? I think Did he so. have like a big Xanax problem? No, no. <laughs> you spread more rumors about people? I just think that no one knew anything about like sedatives back then. Oh. And so like he probably, I just think he probably <laughs> took Xanax a lot. And so have you know what's going on with him? Yeah, yeah I mean, he's like. Shit, that fucking bothers me so much. It sucks, dude. It sucks that it's Bruce Willis. Yeah, just the coolest fucking guy. Yeah. Like, Mike, one time, one person said that my dad looked like Bruce Willis. And I'm like, yep, my dad is Bruce Willis. Oh. I'm like, I put that on my dad. I'm like, you're the coolest. So now all this shit is <laughs> happening. I'm like, oh, shit. How Bruce. much How much partying did you do in the 80s, dad? I thought I had this aphasia thing because I'm really bad with names. Mm-hmm. I'm really bad with names. Like, mm-hmm. to the point where I, and I, to the point where I'll, I'll call uh, as as someone comes up, I'll be like, "Hey, this is." And as I go to say her name, I go, "I'm saying the wrong name right now, Rachel." Like I do it bad. And then I, I did Tampa last week, and it was uh, it was it was pretty big. And everyone I went to high school was there, and I knew all their fucking names. I was like, "Paula, Mike, Tyler, come." And I, well, there's I, like a weird <clears throat> thing about your friends from when you were like a kid that you always say their first and last name. Yeah, like everybody, you're like. Kyle Walsh, Ryan Jonica, Jason Hillman. Yeah, what the yeah. fuck? And Why you is that? Just rattle them off, and then anyone else after you're 21 years old, anyone else in your life, you're like, I want to say Jeff, and they're like, it's Erica. <laughs> the fuck are you talking yeah, yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw. I went to Jesuit baseball. I went to play baseball with the high school. Have you seen this video? I don't. Oh, I yes, I did. Uh, I hit a home run. Yeah, you I hit did. a fucking home run. I was run proud of you. Fifty yeah. years old, can you believe yeah. that? And so, fucking went yard. The uh, but the, what's crazy is I, I a bunch of dudes I went to high school were all there. I knew all their names immediately. That's sick. Even a dude I, I grew up with, this guy Mike Swenson, is a coach over at Jesuit. I was like Swenson, what the fuck are you doing? Like it was like, I, and I was like, oh, I don't have aphasia. I just have. I'm just an alcoholic. Yeah, you just yeah. drank a little too much. You killed. You I mean, killed just look a, at this. a handful of brain cells. I just look at this. I mean, yeah, yeah. No, I. I mean, I'm definitely the person that should not be around children. Well, also, how great you hit a home run. I'm like, I know. I. Uh, by the way, were I, you a great baseball player when you were a kid? Uh, I was. I was pretty good. I was not. You I, weren't like going pro, but you. you I wasn't going you, pro, you, but you could I was, crush I, the I was, ball. I could have gone to college. That's why I went to college. Now, let's talk about your gut. Do you think that helps with the swing? It's interesting you say that. I think I would probably be a better baseball player without the gut because I don't feel like I have full rotation. Oh, okay. Because sometimes I wonder, like, with, with like a more John weight Cruck. where you could just throw it in. Oh, yeah. Into that ball, that, that torque. It's possible. I, I mean, because I, I don't know if I, I don't think I could. I muscles here. I played baseball, but I don't think I could uh, hit a home run right now. When was that? Would you? When was the last time you went home and like went to your high school and stuff? I did. Uh, they like Disney Plus did a thing, did like a little documentary about me. Really? Uh, called it is called Becoming, where they it was like it's like a little thirty minute, which was super weird because it's like a documentary about your life, but you're still alive, and you're like this should be happening when I'm like fucking dead. Like this is so strange. But then we went and got blackout drunk me and my family the night before so all of like our interviews like we're like all hung over all fat faced <laughs> i got in an argument with my mom because i told her like i don't care if she runs my fan club and she started crying what yeah i don't know she was just like drunk as shit so she's just like why don't you respect me i run the fan club <laughs> but what she does dude is she uh she refuses to not to say that it's my mother 
running the, the Facebook fan page. So she says that it's me. So she'll oh. respond to people being like, what up, homie? <laughs> like shit that I would never said. And be like, yo, yo. Like a couple years ago on 420, she, or it was like a couple days after 420, she goes, oops, looks like I missed 420. I guess I 420 too hard. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, mom. I might subscribe yeah. to your fan page dude. just to send dms dude and then she misspells everything like oh. it's like it's 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 really your good mom stuff. runs your for your fucking fan page yeah. and then replies as if it's you yeah and then it, it stopped oh. happening but for a while i think she was like getting a lot of like explicit dms oh, and, and i would <laughs> love to see her yeah. replies yeah i'm like N- nice body respect yourself yeah bro. yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. don't listen yeah. to these boys they'll yeah. tell you what to do uh-huh your body, your choice. Respect yourself. Yeah, it's all. It, yeah, and then and then sometimes she'll just take. Uh, it's, it's not. not. <laughs> if you received a message saying it's my mom, it's not. Somebody's claiming to be her. Oh, oh uh, yeah. I think she had like some. She had like a person claiming oh. it was her to like get weird things started. I don't know. That's fucking. But then hilarious. sometimes she'll just take and repost things that I write, and I'm like, well, that's the way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the correct way. But then uh, sometimes she'll take it upon herself to do like a funny gif or, you know. Can I can can I run your fan page for a day? I would love that. I yeah. would love to reply. Give me just one, one, uh, one, just read one thing and I'll tell you how I'd reply yeah. as you. Okay. So it, uh, don't give me happy new years. Give me somewhere. It's just like, weirdly. You just like okay, get go, me go, canceled. Go. Yeah, it's just like you just post a photo of me like in blackface. You no, do a Photoshop or something. I'd be fucking great at it because I would never say these things to my on my fan page. Sure, but I'd be totally loose to yeah. say things on yours that would be fuck. It's like the guys who write for Arby's and Wendy's, and then they just light bitches up. You ever seen those guys? No, the dudes that work for sometimes the corporate accounts will just like light up. Am I am I crazy? You know what I'm talking about? Here, give me one. Okay, literally. Just you guys. You're the best. You can make anything, and I want, love your content. Oh, is this about? Okay, this is how I'd reply. Thanks, Ivy. Can you rank us, though, and tell us which is your favorite and which is your least favorite? We're thinking about recasting. Yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. see? I would never do that for me because. Classic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what was crazy about, yeah, I did the Macy's Day Parade this year as well. You've had such crazy life experiences. It's like, it's so weird, dude. I'm like, this is the, the year of parades for me. It's do you ever so feel bizarre. Like, do you ever feel guilty that you get all this good shit and you go, like, I, I'll tell you very honestly, I, the other like day. Spread the wealth a little bit. <clears throat> yeah, well, I, I definitely said, the other day I, I did Tampa. And, dude, and I saw that, the photos of that. They looked truly incredible. Well, it's, and it's where I grew up. Yeah. And it's like, and it's. And it's like everyone I ever went to school with was there. And I was like, and I got done and I was like, every, I kept saying this, everyone should get to have one of these. Like not just me, everyone yeah. should get to have one of these. And I was like obsessed with that. And I was like, if I die, no one should be sad. Everyone should be like, that was better hell, than- Hell of a run. Jesus. Yeah. No, no one thought he was going to get that far. Yeah. Do you ever feel like that though? Like, I mean, you've had such cool life experiences. Yeah, I think so. But I think like once you, yes, obviously, yeah. like it's like a lot of pinch me moments. Uh, but then I'm also like, I want to keep going. Like, I don't yeah. want it to stop. Do you, so it's where, like, as soon as you start where do you want to go? Well, I would like, like, like to me, I'm like, who has the perfect career is like Sandler. Someone who could yes. just make his movies with his friends and then also go and like 
do a movie with uh, Paul, uh, like, uh, um, now I'm like, you know, I know, I know uh, Paul uh, Thomas Anderson. Yeah, Paul Thomas, yeah, uh, with PTA, yeah. and then have it be like a really cool, weird, different type of role for him, and then go back and do like a silly, fun comedy with his buddies. I'm Did like, you see That's, his basketball movie? Yeah, Hustle. I thought it was fucking awesome. It was fucking amazing. And that was Happy Madison. I think they're like, segue into doing like a little little bit different stuff I, I just did a movie with uh it's called the outlaws it comes out this summer and it's me and pierce brosnan and ellen barkin and nina dobrev and it's like a big action bank robbing heist movie shut up yeah Wait, with oh, happy madison are you serious they, they, yeah they produced it with me pierce brosnan's a bad motherfucker he's dude he was so the interview he did where someone was like he's from ireland i guess and the yeah. guy's like Guy's like, you're from Ireland, I'm from Ireland. And he says the thing, and Pierce Brosnan talks about the house he grew up in. Yeah. And that guy's like, the house is still there. Pierce Brosnan's a fucking, that would be a cool career to have. Where you go under, the, well, I guess Pierce Brosnan's not under the radar. You know, but I mean, like, guys like that where you go. Yeah, like, it was James Bond. That's yeah, was like James that, Bond. the least yeah. under the radar thing you can be. <laughs> but no, I mean, he's, he's had, and he's also like, just a cool motherfucker. He like you, a, And he's like 70 years old, and he like walks in them like hair and makeup trailer in the morning, and I'm like. Oh shit! Like the vibe changes. You're like really? the coolest guy just walked in, and and meanwhile I'm like, they're like bags under my eyes. They're putting little poochies under, and he's like, he's like, oh, should I use those? And and I'm like, no. <laughs> you went seventy years without needing them. Yeah. Yeah. God. Yeah. That's crazy. So yeah. That's that gonna be... be a Netflix movie uh, that that we did with the but uh, with Happy Madison, which is Sandler's production company. Yeah. But I'm like that to me is like the perfect career. But and he had a um, he said something in some fucking magazine where it's like, would you? And I'm I'm probably misquoting, but it's like, what advice would you give to yourself 20 years ago? And Adam Sandler. Yeah, Adam Sandler. And his advice and, to him was what? And his advice to himself 20 years ago was. Uh, appreciate some of the moments and then he wrote but if you sit around and do that too much you're gonna stop having those moments i did that with raising my children <laughs> i was like i'm not gonna drag my feet with raising these kids i'm gonna fucking go for my yeah, shit yeah. <laughs> that would be cool Smart, man. Yeah. I, bet, I bet i bet he has had i bet he's laughed hard as fuck on i mean think about how much fun the water boy must have been to make oh, or, or wedding singer Yes, or the wedding singer. My God, I rewatched that not too long ago. I'm like, this movie fucking rules. Like, uh, yeah, he's he did it absolutely right. Where you're like, because the whole point of like, especially in comedy, is like you just want to be with your friends yeah. and make the funniest shit, things that you and your friends like, and then hopefully the world likes it too. And he did that, and then have to ha then he got to have a whole other career. Or he's like considered a great act, serious actor, which His is movie, cool Precious too. Gems, Murder yeah, uncut, Mysteries, Uncut, uncut Gems. gems. Yeah, uncut not gems. Precious. <laughs> Didn't you have I like an interview up. with him and yeah, you and like I butchered fuck, it or something? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm bad at names. <laughs> Hubie Halloween was good. Everything Sandler does is good. It's, he's he's my guy though. Like, yeah. I discovered my sense of humor by watching him. Yeah, me and too. And then being like, oh, that's what I want to be. Here's my thing. This is what I, I don't. This is what I want to do. I don't really care about the the content that I make. I just want to be with my friends. I want to be able to, uh, I don't want anyone to have to tell me I have to wait in my trailer. Yeah. I want to be able to walk on set whenever I want. Yep. And I want people better than me so I can watch them. That's it. Which, yeah. Which is what Sandler did. Essentially. Yeah. He surrounded himself with like really, really good actors that are like, yeah, I just want to go be goofy for like a, two months. 
What's better, Billy Madison or Happy Gilmore? <clears throat> uh, Billy Madison. Or sorry, Happy Gilmore. Happy, Happy Gilmore. Gilmore is so yeah. much better. All yeah, right. it's better. Yeah. What's better, Caddyshack or Happy Gilmore? Happy Gilmore. Because it's my generation. Oh. So like I, I was I was too young for Caddyshack. Like I it was like yeah. I didn't really know what the hell was going on. I just liked the the little hedgehog or whatever the hell that thing was. I was like, that part's cool. Caddyshack gave you lines you could say with your friends that weren't necessarily funny per se, but they were funny. Bat, Billy Happy Gilmore made you laugh out loud. Yeah. It made you laugh out fucking loud. Yeah. I love I, lo I love Stanley. He's he's uh, to me I'm like that's what I would love to Have do. Have you met him? Uh huh? Is he cool? Yeah, he's super one? cool, super nice, super funny. God. Like exactly what you what you want. Uh, I don't want to meet him. I fucked it up already. We have a movie over there and I'm just going to be like uh I don't need to meet him. <laughs> Just don't do it. Don't don't yeah, ruin no, it for both yeah, of us. Yeah, yeah. I'll fucking kill the movie. He'll fucking talk yeah. to me for two. I'm seconds. excited for the machine, dude. I really am. It's, it's uh, I'm excited. I've, have you seen the trailer yet? The uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, no, no, yeah, that's yeah. the teaser. Have you seen the trailer? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. Then I leaked it in Tampa. You know, uh, one of my buddies, Scotty Landis, uh, yeah. wrote it. Yeah, Fuck he did. Yeah. Or he did a, a draft. Or yeah, I don't he was know. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. the, the, I, 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 he wrote for Workaholics. He's one of my best friends. He was. Uh, at Mardi Gras with me just the other day. Are you serious? Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Uh-huh. God. No, wait. Did you meet him out in LA? I met him, uh, Scotty Landis. I met him here at the Smokehouse in Burbank where we were, my manager put us together and he was like, I think he'd do well helping you with house party. And uh, I was like, okay. And so I met him and I'm like, I need, because I was writing it while I was doing workaholics and yeah. I was like the workload's pretty intense I need somebody that could just churn out pages and then I go and, and rewrite and add stuff and uh, met him and he was great super funny guy alright go back to do what you just did for Adam Sandler but to Adam Divine so we can figure out what movie he wishes he hadn't made <laughs> I was wondering if you're going to loop back to that one. And then one. pull up my IMDb and you can yeah. guess which products I wish I had made. <laughs> you know, Look at how fucking many movies you've made. Yeah. we. Yeah. God yeah. damn, you've done a lot. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. All right, ready? I'm going to say a name, of a, a name of one of your movies that you were in. Scroll up. Scroll up. Go to the top, top, top. Because I'm sure they'll do like, yeah. And then you tell me. Just one word. Jexy, was that the, what was the time travel love story when we first met? I that saw was that when one. we first met. I yeah. saw that one. I like mm -hmm. that. I love mm -hmm. time travel though. Me too. I'm yeah. a sucker I'm for a fucking it. sucker. Well, what it was cool is like that script came across my desk and I was like, I got to do a time travel movie. Uh -huh, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, can I tell you my time <laughs> travel? Like, this should, yeah, this, I should get this made. <clears throat> this is my time travel movie. It, okay. It is, uh, it's too long to piss. Never mind. <laughs> I, have, I had like three. I, I feel three. like I time traveled right there with you. <laughs> time slowed down yes. for a second. <laughs> it's, um, uh, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> the, day I, the day I sold the machine, I had three movies and each were, each were like each one, one of the studios have been like, we like that one. We like that one. And then I went to legendary and I pissed all three and, uh, Kale was like, all right, I like them all. Which one do you want to make? And I was like, cool. And I was like, I don't know. He was like, no, no, no. Think about this. So I'm going to make one of your movies. So which one do you want to make? And I go, well, it's none of them. And he goes, for real? I go, yeah, it's the machine. And he goes, all right, what is it? And I literally said, I don't know, man. I'm afraid if I made that movie, I'd, be, I'd get kidnapped by the Russian mafia. And he goes, sold. 
I said, what do you mean? He goes, is that the pitch? I went, no. And he goes, well, I'll buy it. That's the movie. And I was like, shut the fuck up. Well, yeah, I know Kale, actually. Yeah. And, uh, uh, he's Kale a great guy. You. Yeah, he's Kale a good guy. Loves you. Yeah, he yeah. Rules. Uh And... I agree that I think that was the perfect first like movie for for you to be like the lead and yeah. like for you to do because it wasn't that that was your bit that like caught on fire and that was, like sent things into the stratosphere. It has like eighty eight million views. On, yeah. online. So like you got to do that movie and then yeah. and then do uh, something else. Uh, all right, I'm gonna say a name of a movie and you just tell me one word that reminds you of that movie. Okay, Game Over Man. Just like what's one word or one moment. When you go, oh. it was my it was my dick in the closet. <laughs> yeah, my autoerotic asphyxiation <laughs> scene. Dude, I stand. People are like so weirded out about like seeing my dick. Uh, <laughs> you also see my butthole if you look closely. So uh, you know, but I'm I'm like. To me, that just doesn't matter at all. Like, I feel like you don't care about being naked. Oh, or, no, no, yeah. not at all. So I'm like, it just it's never bothered me at all. I'm like, all. as long as it's funny, and that scene, I stand by it, is a very, very, very funny scene. Pitch Perfect. What's one? What's what your favorite memory of Pitch Perfect? Anna Kendrick's Dude, in that, right? Anna Kendrick, uh, Rebel, me, Ben Platt. Uh, it was a really, really good cast. Skylar Aston, Utkar Shabudkar. Uh, what a great cast! Yeah, it was really, what a really fun, good cast. What a fun, you know, I did. The, you know, I went to the, um, the, uh, what was it? Uh, the I, they did it in the movie theater. They played all three Pitch Perfects. I, I went to the whole day with my daughters. Jesus Christ! Yeah, we watched every single one. It was the fun, one of the funner days I've ever had. Really? At ten in the morning or at noon, and you watched them all the way up until nine o'clock at night. And it was when the third Pitch Perfect came out. Oh, I and did. We saw. The, I didn't even know that happened. Yeah, it was fun. They brought all their friends. And oh, you that's just, cool. And it, was, and it was like, no one was there for the first two because they were like, I mean, there were some people, but it was mostly us in the theater because mm-hmm. it was like, they're playing old movies. And they've seen the first two. Yeah, and they've the seen third, the first two. Yeah. The third one, that's when everyone showed up at. Yeah. And we had already stake claim to our area. Mm-hmm. We had a fucking blast. It's one of the funner times I've had as being a dad. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. <clears throat> wasn't in the third one, so. <laughs> that's right. Uh, <laughs> So you keep talking about it. Wasn't in it. No, that's essentially why I did. I, I'm doing a show right now called Bumper in Berlin. That's about my Pitch Perfect character, and uh, we do it. Uh, we did the season one in oh, Berlin shit, with the fucking with the with the with the German dancers. Yeah, German singers. Yes, exactly. Flew Leborg. And uh, so I go to Germany to like resurrect my pop career. And uh, yeah, it was a really really fun show. Is it, it was the biggest. Uh, the biggest comedy that Peacock's ever had. Really? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was big. Is for that them. streaming right now? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, fuck. on Peacock. Nice. And, and we're gonna do another season of it uh, this summer. So, God. Yeah, it was it was super fun. But that essentially was like, I don't know if I would have done it if I was in the third movie. But since they didn't let me be in the third movie, yeah. And then they brought that to me. I was like, well, fuck yeah, I I deserve <laughs> to get paid. <laughs> Pay guys, me, mother. Do you guys have a pitch perfect uh, chat thread where everyone just chats in the group? No, not what, really. What are your chat threads? The work, you- workaholics. We got a we got a big one. Okay. Uh, and, and then and then me and like uh, Brent Morin and Satino and those guys. We got a thing going. But uh, yeah, I, don't, I guess not a ton of threads. I've got you, big here, thread guy. Yeah, here are my threads. I got. Um, I am because I don't. I'm, I'm really bad at replying to texts. I got one. Well, I've got work ones. I got my social media team. Sure. I've got my. We we call it questions for the Chryslers, which is my manager, my assistant, like my like my in, internal team. Sure, I've got uh, 
The well, I got those two, but those aren't fun. No, these are fun. Yeah, mine those are, are fun. work. Tops Off Tour Chat. That's the tour we're on right now. Okay, yeah. Uh, we've got Birdie Boy Productions. I got the Sober October crew. I've got Isla Hates Eggs. That's my parents and my daughters. I've got Baby Walrus. That's just my daughters and my, my, my wife. They call me Baby Walrus. And then uh, I've got our group of friends, the campers. I've got, uh, what was the one I just put together? I put, I was like, I was like, I like when you meet famous people and then you go, cause it's a great way. Oh, I've got one with me, Aaron Rodgers and Segura. I, I love that. Yeah. That's a great way to like, cause I don't like texting famous people. Well, me neither. And I'm, I always feel weird cause it's usually when I meet famous people, it's like after like an award show or something. And yeah. like, that's the best part about being, going to those cause the award shows are always kind of suck. They're yeah. boring. But then it's the after parties that you go to where it's like you and Joaquin Phoenix and Jude law. And you guys are just throwing down at the Chateau Marmont until like 4 AM. And then you have like Jude laws number the next day. And you're like, well, what am I going to text Jude Law about? You loop him in with Joaquin Phoenix and go, hey, guys, it's Adam. Real curious. Did we run a train on someone last night? Because I feel like we did. I can't remember. And then that, and then it's called Train Thread. Yeah. <laughs> train Boys. Yeah. I've got, I've got, I love that. I love getting, uh, I love starting chain threads. Here, I'll start one with you and uh, Adam Ray. Mm -hmm. Right? Who, oh, who, yeah. Good who, buddy. Okay, watch this. I'll just do this. Give me names. Adam Ray. Uh, I know I have Adam. Mm -hmm. Him and Brad. Oh, no, I don't have Adam. Okay, next. Uh, do you have Brad? Brad Williams? Mm -hmm. Of course. His, uh, yeah. Brad yeah, throw in, throw in Bobby. You got Bobby? Bobby? Yeah. Yeah. Bobby was the first comic I hung out with that like had any amount of money. And I remember we went to, uh, what was that like Jewish deli next to the Laugh Factory? Do you remember that place? Yeah, uh, right upstairs. Greenblatt. Yeah, Greenblatt. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he just ordered so much food and he ordered like 12 different drinks because he's like, well, I never know what kind of beverage I want to have. And I just remember I would like had zero dollars. I was like 22 or something. And I was like, I just want to get to that level. I want to oh. be able to or get an orange juice, uh, a Diet Coke. A oh uh, coffee. I want to just. I want to have that much money that I could get like orange juice and a diet coke. Hey guys, I'm sitting at this restaurant and I can't figure out what to drink. And I know you guys will help me out. Period. <laughs> Thoughts. There you go. That's and then you sit right. and you sit back and relax. And then I'll, and I'll, let I'll, let it roll in. <laughs> and then I'm gonna fucking name it Drink Boys. Yeah. <laughs> See, and it's now we'll have the drink boys forever. Drink boys. <laughs> I think it's, the first one of the first times we like hung out that it wasn't like because I used to be the door guy at the improv, and that's yeah. when we first met when I was like twenty years old, and I was the door guy at the improv, and you are always like su you know super nice because some of the old comics like they don't give a shit about. I'm, I dealt with those guys. Too. Yeah, you're like they don't fucking care about the the twenty year old kid working the door. They don't care about the twenty uh, yeah. the twenty nine year old <laughs> kid fucking bringing them on stage either. Yeah, totally, and. uh and then we ran into each other on Bourbon Street. It's one of my, it's one of my favorite, uh, by the way, one of my favorite New Orleans memories yeah, ever. That, that was super fun. Do you remember how it happened? I was walking down the street and I just heard someone screaming like Adam. And like normally I wouldn't turn around, but like for whatever reason, like I just recognized your voice and I looked up and it was you in, in a balcony on Bourbon Street. Well, I knew I knew you. I think you were with Blake. I was, yeah. And I, I knew I knew you. But I also knew that your life had kind of gotten a little chaotic. Yeah. So I was like, if I, I go, I, 
I saw you. I was with the Travel Channel guys, and I was like, hey, and they, I go, hey, it's Adam. And they said, do you know him? And I said, yeah, but I, he may not remember me, but I do know him. Yeah. And they're like, well, well I did. say something. And I go, Adam, it's Bert. I'm a, I'm a comedian. Oh, yeah. Yes, and, that and is right. Like, and, I'm like, and you went, the machine or yeah. something. I went, oh, shit. He, okay, he remembers yeah, me. Yeah. And then we came up and partied. And, then, and that was the day we were shooting the first episode of Trip Flip. The next season we were shooting the next episode of Trip Flip, you were with your girlfriend and you were buying sneakers. Yeah, that's right. And we saw you again and everyone's like, this guy's a good luck charm. Every time we see him, we get fucking picked yeah, up. Yeah, we get another season. season. Yeah, yeah, so we were like, fuck. And then we never saw you again and the show got canceled. <laughs> so it's kind of on you. Yeah, that's my bad. But you don't, you're not like a big, big sneakerhead anymore, are you not really i mean i I like you know i have i like shoes but like i don't uh i feel like the the more money i got the less i cared about spending it i feel like that's funny i wish you'd talk to my wife yeah (laughs) like at first i was like i need all the like i still drive the same i bought a 2010 chevy camaro super sport like right when we got workaholics i like bought the new car like did did the thing and then i still drive that car yeah, like it's like twelve years old, thirteen years old now, and I'm like, eh, I fucking like driving it. I yeah, I don't, uh, I don't really, I don't care too much about cars, but I do care to be in a nice one, you yeah. know. But I don't like, I'm not like a big car guy. I never know what to get. I always text Tom. Me too. I was yeah. like, yeah, I was like, I never know what to buy. And, and in fact, I just got it. I was like, well, I need a new. I want an SUV, so I got the Porsche Cayenne like Sport. That's great. That's and a great. Fucking hate it. Oh, for real? <laughs> hate it, dude. I'm like, I do. I'm like, I always have shit on me. And I'm like, yeah. there's no place to put. It's like, it's for people that like to drive. And yeah. I'm like, well, I also like to drive and have a place to put my shit. I saw a rich person one time uh, buy three Suburbans. I remember I knew this rich person and he, he just bought three Suburbans. And I said, what's that for? And he goes, I don't know. I just, I like them. They're nice cars. They're really comfortable. And I just know that, like, I've got one, my wife's got one. If her assistant needs one, it's just, and they're three identical Suburbans. I thought it was a gangster fucking move. I was like, that would be cool to be able to buy three Suburbans. And then if you, yeah, because if you know you like it, there, yeah. there's no, there, there, yeah, you're like, well, this, I know I like this. Yeah. I, Segura, I always go to Segura when it comes to a car because I go, like, I, I, I had this, I had this little fucking, in the summer, I was like, I'm gonna buy a sports car. I'm gonna buy a sports car and have a sports car for the summer, like, have it for yeah. the summer. And I was home for three months, and I texted Tom, and I got so lost in the fucking details of it that I was like, I don't even want it anymore. Yeah, I was like, it's fucking stupid. It's a waste Tick, of goddamn money. Takes the fun out of it. I spend my money. I spend my money on uh, stuff to make my tour easier on me. That's it. Yeah, I like like traveling easy. I like you know like having a car service take me around if, yeah. if I'm going to be drinking or whatever. That's perfect. Yeah. I'm just like I wouldn't yeah. mind. I'll tell you what I wouldn't mind doing is getting a fucking Sprinter van. And having a driver for a sprinter van, that that'd would be, be a fucking That'd move. be nice. It'd be cool to have like a driver all the time and just say, and he's just ready to go. That'd I, be sick. You know what the best move for that is? Get your chick pregnant. Okay. Then they drive all the time because they can't drink. Sure. That's what I did. That's what I did. Smart, That's dude. What I did. Smart. Um, bro, thank you for doing this. No I really problem, appreciate man. it. I'm it was a blast, I'm, it's dude. so much. I, I will say it a million times. It's so much fun watching you succeed. Thanks, it's, man. It's, you it's, too. It's, I, I like it's. It just is cool. You've always been the nicest fucking guy, even when you didn't need to be. Even like you've always just been a generous, cool dude. And I love that good things happened to you. Ah, Bert, I love you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man, love you, brother. Bert and Tom, Tom and Bert. One goes topless while the other wears a shirt. Tom tells stories and Bert's the machine. There's not a chance in hell that they'll keep it clean. Here's what we call two bears, one cave. 
scripts, a bit of booze, amateur partology, dirty jokes, raunchy humor, no apologies. Here's what we call Two Bears, One Cave.